Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Welcome in on a, uh, well, it's not summer anymore. Thursday here in the capital city. Went from shorts and a t-shirt to the ski coat today. Woo! Hello. Uh, at any rate, we've got a uh, terrific show lined up for you today. Uh, we will be here until uh, 3 o'clock, and uh, we'll keep you up to date on anything big that uh, is major if it involves uh, the NBA and the trading deadline coming up at 3. Uh, the Chicago Bulls apparently are interested in moving just about everybody. Uh, we'll let you know if anything breaks on that. Also, uh, there have been some deals done already. A little later in the program, we'll get into that. But, Trent, I'd like to begin with college basketball. And what I watched last night with Duke and Syracuse, with over 30,000 people in the Dome, and it's an unbelievable environment. I've had the uh, good fortune of calling lots of games in that place, both football and basketball, and it is nuts there. But has Syracuse now in your eyes, are they off the bubble or have they still got work to do now that they have upset Duke? Well, good afternoon to you, Jimmy B. Same to you, kid. Uh, You know, the term off the bubble. Yeah. What does that really Really mean? mean? Yeah, I know. You know, that's like I like to tell you, I, I like to bring a more... Instead of just using buzzwords, I like to dig deeper here. And I have a problem with the term, oh, they're off the bubble. Mm-hmm. Because if they lose out, they're, are they in? Yeah, exactly. Those kind of things can happen. Now, I do think that, yes, they are. They are solidly in the tournament. And even if they lose out, lose their remaining ACC games, get upset right away in the conference tournament. You still think they're good? I still think that they're in. But it goes deeper than that because... You know, we talk about these teams, and this goes back to as we've really been talking mostly about Iowa State, but even Iowa kind of had that mm-hmm. that time where we said, you know, if they win the right games, right, they can yeah. get back on there. But things aren't played in a vacuum. There are 351 other Division One basketball teams that are out yep. there, and you never really know. And from oh, the last four in, you look, and it's a oh, Wake Forest. Oh, it, this is a historically bad bubble. How many times have you heard that this year? Uh, at least Dozens. A, at least a, I was going to say 50. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you go back and over the last five years and since the expansion of the tournament to 68, mm-hmm. you hear it every year. You even go back before that, when it was at 65 for a number of right. years. They added the first play-in game for a 16 seed. You heard it then, yeah. when it was 64. Yeah. I, I mean, you go back and every year it's the same. You know, the bubble's really weak this year. You never hear, oh, there's too many good too teams. Many good te- no. We're not going to have a spot for every good team this year. You never hear that. No. Uh-huh. You, never, you never hear. No, you don't. Oh, boy. I, I mean, Wisconsin's 22-5, and five, but, boy, they're going to struggle to get in the tournament. There's always enough spots. So that term, historically weak bubble, isn't true mm-hmm. because we talk about it every year. Pretty much. Secondly... The bubble and the number of opportunities decrease every year because every year they're mid-majors or after the power structure teams that get in. Some years with the current construction of the Big East, they get five, six teams in there. They're that good. 
the American Conference. Some years, three, four, five teams out of that conference. The A-10. Yep. The Colonial for yep. a number of years they before had, that conference they used to was get rated. Three in. Before it was rated, and a lot of them went to the A-10. Right. That was one. The NBC. We've seen years where four teams from the NBC get yes. in. And then you get deeper than that. A team like Middle Tennessee State this year. Very good. Conference USA, a decent uh, conference overall. Has an at-large case if they get upset. So we really don't know right now. And and this is one of the problems that I have. You know, we have Chris Dobertine on a lot. We have a lot of yep. bracketologists we because do. I like talking about it. But when you get to the bottom side and we talk about these bad teams getting in and how terrible it's going to be, you got some team like Clemson. Mm-hmm. And they're, what, 4-10 and 10 right now yes. in, in the league. Yes. Oh, they're going to get in. Are they really? Yeah. Because upsets are going to happen. Yeah. There's going to be a surprise. There's going to be a team or two that are going to play themselves in that even now, as we sit on February 23rd, people aren't talking about. So uh, a long answer to a short question. I was just going to say, are you done yet? No, no. Okay. I I got three hours. All right, right, fine. I I got three hours. I'm good. I'm listening. Those are, I'm trying to help you because sometimes you, you, you get stuck in those things where, again, it's not in a vacuum. Everybody else is playing, so you're not locked in. You're not locked out. You can play yourself in. You can play yourself out still to this point Mm -hmm. for many of these teams, though for Syracuse individually with that win now in hand against Duke. Right. And this is Duke now. This is a Duke team that has won six consecutive. It's not the team we saw in January struggling. Correct. No K, Grayson Allen, everything that was happening there. This was a Duke team came came in that was playing at their highest level they had all season long, and they beat them. Mm-hmm. And I think that is going to hold more weight as well going forward the time that they beat Duke. For Syracuse individually, absolutely. But uh, there you go, Jimmy B. There you go. Did you learn something? Uh, let's see. That was about eight and a half minutes long. Yes. I'll have to go back and listen to the podcast Take to notes. make sure that I got it. Take notes. <laughs> Just trying to help you. <laughs> I know you are. How you doing? You all right? I'm all right. Yeah. 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 Day, uh, day number Two of uh, Daddy Daycare continues on. Okay. and uh, How come you don't bring her in here? Good God, could you imagine? That'd be awesome. She'd have wires wrapped around her uh, neck? <laughs> Absolutely not. She's into everything oh, is what yeah. you're saying. And, okay. Yeah, I mean, she's uh, made her way her... in here a couple of times when I just had to do a quick production thing or yeah. whatever it is. And for two minutes, that, oh that's my God. a disaster. Oh, God. Yeah. We, I mean, we she can... doesn't do well in combined spaces anymore, either. I see. In our little studio here, I don't think would work yeah, I know. very well yeah, I know. It's about the size of a closet. Right. I mean, look, they here at, here at uh, Beautiful Cumulus Radio, they have gone to the ends of the earth to make sure that we have the finest of production and operation equipment. Yeah. This is, uh, it, it's second to none. And this closet that we operate in, <laughs> it, it could be a little bigger. <laughs> it's a production room. It I is, mean, the studios are up front. I, I know. And when and they got nice. the fifth station, they're nice. They are. Yeah. yeah we'll put them back there. <laughs> I should. They should do one of their country stations out of this closet. Is what they should do. Probably not going to happen. What do we got coming up here today on the show, kid? Oh, we got Rob Doster stopping yeah. by from NBC Sports. We'll talk college buckets with him. Uh, last night locally, Drake. Takes it on the chin oh, on yeah. the Loyola. The, I, tweet, uh, I tweeted out your favorite phrase. The Drake Invitational. Drake Invitational. Yep, they're uh, locked back in there once again. They'll be playing early on in the uh, in the round in the before you even get to the quarterfinals, the playing round, if you will, yeah. either 7-10 or 8-9. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about that with Rob Doster, get into the MVC a little bit with him, Big Ten, Big 12, and then the national scene uh, coming up. And you and I, 
Boy. What happened? They couldn't shoot. It, it was the same thing that happened to them after uh, the beginning of the second half against Wichita. Wichita State. Yeah. Couldn't shoot. Yeah. It was as simple as that. And I, I thought that was a tricky spot. The Indiana State has struggled this year. Still got plenty of talent on that team. You know, and I've mentioned in the past, I wonder if the uh, the native son, the the Iowan Greg Lansing, if he's in trouble mm-hmm. there. I think he is going to be. But, yeah, it was just a game where, again, they didn't shoot it. And, and that's the problem with this UNI team. Right. In past, they could get away with it because they were so good defensively and still good defensively, but not elite defensively this year. And when the shooting isn't going, uh, they're in deep, oh, deep trouble. Boy, they so are. They're in a bit of a slide right now after does, uh, does, after winning eight out of nine games and right. now two straight losses. Which, does Loyola catch them? Uh, Loyola's eight and nine, and Northern Iowa's nine and eight. Right. And if they would tie, you yeah. and I would still would, get the tiebreaker. Right. They split in the regular season. You and I is going to have a better RPI, though. And that is the tiebreaker. That, yeah. so, so they're in good shape there. Southern Illinois, the other team, uh, that's just back behind them. SIU, though, uh, with them, you and I swept them. Yeah. So they have that tiebreaker okay. as well. So you and I is in good shape. They're still more than likely going to be the three seed. But, uh, you know, they got to find a way to play better. Yeah. And Illinois State comes in this weekend. they they got to make some shots. It's, I, it's I as agree. simple as that. I agree. It was ugly last night. I watched a bit of it. Did you? It wasn't pretty. I uh, I did not uh, watch it because of what else was on. I watched some of the Maryland-Minnesota game. Yes. Oh, boy. Your boy, Little Ricky. You better say nice things about I him. I will not. I absolutely They've won, what, will not. six, seven in a row now? Six in a row, yes. Six in a row? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a big win at Maryland, and that is where Iowa goes next. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just goes to show you that Maryland is vulnerable, even on their home court. But, wow, just the way that Minnesota took it to them, particularly in the second half. I mean, out-rebounding them, crashing the glass, getting second and third opportunities against Maryland. It's a good time to be playing Maryland if you're Iowa. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's a good yeah, team. They're in, they're in a bad spot right now. But also remember that Maryland is very young. They are. They play a lot of freshmen. We talk about Iowa's inexperience. Yeah. Maryland's right there with them. Uh, to go along with Mellow Trimble, Mellow Trimble was uh, benched. And, and it was funny, before the Minnesota game, Mark Turgeon was asked about that as he sat out the last, I think, four minutes against mm-hmm. Wisconsin of that ball game, and he... He was talking about him and both uh, the Hubner kid that Iowa recruited very hard. And uh, they knew the family going back from when Fran was back at Siena. And when they were talking about it, Turgeon goes, I don't like calling out players. And then he calls out players. Yeah. He calls out Tr- Bella Trimble and, and the uh, Hubner kid. So that's what Turgeon did. It didn't work. He's not pushing the right buttons right now. They're got, not he got a well. technical last night. They're, uh, and you wonder if that's a team that's hitting the wall with all mm-hmm. that youth. It's different than a high school season. It just is. And it's not the number of games. It's not the extra eight minutes that you add to it in comparison to a high school game. It's the travel. It's the demands. It is completely different. Even of the highest levels of high school basketball, that transformation when you get to this slog, these dog days, you're, oh, man, we, we still got three, four more games to go. Yeah, yeah. Are we done yet? Yeah, exactly. You get to this point with all the travel mixed in there, it really hits the young guys, and I think you're seeing that happen with Maryland right now and maybe an opportunity for Iowa. Could be. Yep. Could be. Uh, 12.25 today, Rob Doster will uh, be on the program. 1 o'clock, Ken Silverstein uh, will dive into what is taking place right now in the Big Ten with Ken. 
Uh, our boy JP is going to come by, huh? Yeah, JP Richardson yeah. from Stu Hansen Hyundai. He's going to stop here uh, after we finish up with Ken, about 125 okay. with him. I we like got that. Kevin Lehman. We got Adam Kramer. Yeah, it's going to be Haven't fun. Haven't talked college football in a while. Yeah, we need to do that. This is really the quiet time of college football, but just have a couple things. Want to bounce off AK, talk with him a little bit, and... Hey, it's pretty basketball heavy. It Never is. a bad time to talk football. No, no. You, you know all about I, that. I got that. So we'll get all to that today. But uh, before we do that, let's get to the highlights from last night. I'm good with that. In case you missed it. And boy, there are a lot to get into. So, Jimmy B, what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to fire through these. Today presented by Stu Hansen Hyundai. Their location in Clive. JP stopping in a little bit later on. Tax season's upon us. You got a big refund coming. Looking to upgrade that vehicle. Looking for a new or used vehicle. Make it Stu Hansen Hyundai in Clive. Let's start with the number one team in the country. Why not? At home. Yeah. 48-game win streak. No more as Butler comes in. The Butler did it. (laughs) Oh, not a good pass. Fowler saved it to Martin. How about that fine? Wow. Fowler. You want to see a weird resume. Mm -hmm. Butler is. Take a look at Butler's resume. They have beaten Villanova twice. They got the season sweep there last night. Beat Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. And then some of their losses, you're just going to, like, shake your head at. Including one to the aforementioned Indiana State. Yes. Way back. Indiana State currently 215 in the RPI. Not only that, though. They also lost at a bad St. John's team yeah. earlier this season. It is, it's a resume that is certainly odd. Got swept by Creighton, lost to Georgetown at home. It's, uh, it's one that will be very interesting to see what the committee does because they have high-level wins, very nice wins in you know, non-conference. They beat Arizona, beat Northwestern. That's one that'll be a pretty good one. Beat mm-hmm. Utah, beat Indiana, and then you got the other side: losses to St. John's, Indiana State. Are they a four seed? Are they a five? Do you bump them up if they keep winning to a three? Uh, who knows? It's it's an odd team. It really is. But uh, that was a fun one last night. The uh, the clicker might need some new batteries because there was a lot of clicking around of, last yeah, night. Really, I was all over the map last night. It was awesome. Let's uh, go next to Kansas. The Jayhawks mm-hmm. finishing off TCU. Kind of ran away with it in a little bit. In the second bit. half, yeah. Let's uh, hear the uh, well, late in the game as Kansas clinches their 13th straight Big 12 title. I love winning conference titles, but it's now becomes to the kids, not being the team that, that drops the ball. You know, sometimes it becomes taboo. You don't want to talk about it. You know, you feel like you're going to jinx it. But, but these guys, they, they know. They know, and they don't want to let the guys in the pack. <laughs> Another amazing play. Little alley-oop there as Kansas runs away from TCU, wins it 87-68. to Jimmy B, you remember the UCLA dynasty. Yes, I, do I do not. Yes. They also won 13 consecutive titles from the late 60s. Into the 70s. Into the late 70s. It wasn't all John Wooden, though. No. There were a couple of coaches that were a part of that. There were. Still, in today's day and age. Yes. And the spread out nature of college basketball, the number of teams. The that one and Dunners as all, well. All that part yeah. of it. How much more impressive? Because it is more impressive it than is. what UCLA did. And, it is. Oh, they didn't have the same kind of bag men that UCLA had back in the day. <laughs> Maybe the some kind, but not the same kind <laughs> that, one that guy, UCLA had. That one guy that Bill Walton talks about all the time, yeah. that bag man. <laughs> yeah, that was great. How much more impressive is this to you? Or is it even more impressive? Kansas 
in their 13th string. You know, because the college hoop game was diff- so different because everybody stayed for four years, and so you had a chance to build those teams and everybody moved along at the same pace. Look, it was don't don't take don't take this wrong. What UCLA did is unbelievably uh, impressive. But when you get the Bill self and in the conference that he competes in, the Big 12, which traditionally has several really good teams in it, mm-hmm. once again that is the case, and yet he does it again. And he he does it with with guys that are only there for their freshman year, and then they're gone to the association. He does it with guys who stay two three years. It, it's the combination and the way that he makes it work is just phenomenal. That's the only way that you can put it. Is he, look, I I loved what UCLA did back there and the star players that went through that system. But Bill Self is right there as far as winning those 13 consecutive. Right there. It's a different era. It is. The Big 12 with the depth of this conference. And it's good again. It's good throughout the 13 years. Mm -hmm. Still, it's so odd because you look at a program like Duke. I mean, just just imagine Duke winning 13 right. straight ACC titles. Mm-hmm. Imagine anybody in the Pac-12 doing it. Arizona's been the most consistent yeah. of recent history. Recent history, yes. 13 straight times. Yeah. Any Pick who you want in the Big Ten. Yeah. 13 consecutive times. I understand Kansas, their prestige as a program. Yes. There is a bigger gap than there is between Duke and Carolina because those top two Correct. are up there. Correct. Indiana and whoever you want to throw in the Big Ten. That gap between Kansas and whoever you throw in the second spot is much wider. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Still, to do it year in and year out, you talk about the one and done era. Yes. They've gone after the guys. They've had plenty of guys that haven't turned out to be that good. That For is, every Wiggins, yes. there's a Xavier Henry. There's a there's a chick Josh Di- Shelby. There's a chick Diallo. Yeah, I mean there there's been guys like that that haven't worked right. and haven't worked out for them at the high level that was anticipated. And here they are just continuing to run it up. I you hear nationally people are trying to explain it, but I think for just the, the average run-of-the-mill college mm-hmm. basketball fan, it's so hard to fathom. Yeah. yeah, Kansas is good, but to do this at this consistent basis, it's amazing. it really is. I mean, he has either tied or won it outright 13 consecutive times. And this will more than likely be another outright. That'll be nine out of the 13 outright, right. four ties in the other one. Amazing. You mentioned. Yes. The uh, Gophers getting it done against Maryland. Big victory there, six in a row for the Gophers. Let's go, though, and finish up with the buzzer beaters. Okay. Three of them last night. Great stuff. You love your buzzer beaters, I do. Jimmy Nothing B. better than a good buzzer beater, We'd I always all about say. that. Let's start first in Cal. If you're holding a Golden Bears ticket plus three, this Woo. is the one thing you couldn't have happen. Dylan Brooks. Timeout. They have a timeout. Let's see if they use it. Ennis hands off to Brooks. Four seconds left. Here's Brooks with two. Brooks for three in the win. Hits it! Dylan Brooks, two-tenths of a second remaining. The go-ahead three. Wow. That was incredible. And nothing that you can do. Point two on the clock. You still got to inbound it. They did, and but it was nothing. You can't get do. a shot off. No, no. You can only get a tip, and That's you can't it. tip it from 20 feet away <laughs> into the bucket. The, the, the thing about Dylan Brooks is that 
because he plays on the West Coast and the East Coast bias is so bad. Is it? Yes, it is. They don't they don't see enough of this guy. This dude can really play. Have you heard a national guy say that he can't no, play? I haven't, no. But he doesn't seem to get... I think people understand how good Lonzo Ball is. Yeah. But I don't think people get how good Brooks is as well. Yeah, I, I disagree with he's that. He's a pretty good player. I, yeah, he's a very good player. <laughs> he's a very good player. He's he also is. missed time this year. Yes, he did with, with an the injury. injury. And, yeah. and that, I think more than anything, is a reason he's not getting National Player of the Year consideration. He was on everybody's list. He was a preseason All-American. He was a first-team preseason All-American. It's not because he plays on the West Coast that he's not getting love. It's been the up-and-down season that he's had. He's had a couple of clutch shots. Takes more than that, though, if you're going to get it done. And maybe this will be uh, the start of something. They make a push. They win out. They win Pac-12 championship. Mm -hmm. He very well could be the National Player of the Year. He could be. Let's go next over to Omaha. Creighton looking to hold on against the Friars. Oh, boy. Not to be. Gives it up to Bullock. Inside hole. Cartwright. For the win. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> for the win. Unbelievable. I mean, it was one buzzer beater after the other last night. So, next time we have uh, maybe Tom Cakert on or a recruiting guy, I want to yeah. ask because Cartwright kid that hits the three there. Yes. You remember Bryce Cartwright yes. for Iowa? Yeah. That's his brother. Oh, it is? I don't know if Iowa didn't recruit him at all. Okay. If Iowa just wasn't a place that he was interested, what Could've it been. was, yeah. but. He's a good player. Yeah. He's a really good player, and he could have been a help the last few years for the Hawkeyes, no doubt about it. But uh, that's a different conversation for another day as Providence gets the win. But the buzzer beater to beat all buzzer beaters. Yes, it is. Let's go to Syracuse, where we started the program. Duke and the Orange last night. Pay attention to the clock. Gillen. Got it! Syracuse win! Are you serious? Are you serious? Serious. <laughs> so good. So good. We got more coming up on the college basketball right. team. Rob Doster, he's up next here as we continue on. Jimmy B and TC, that was in case you missed it. Presented by Stu Hansen Hyundai. We're back in a moment. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows more isn't always better, unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, waterbed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. 
Grammy-nominated Joe Bonamassa, hailed as one of the world's greatest guitar players. Blues rock titan Joe Bonamassa, live in concert on Thursday, March 9th at the Des Moines Civic Center. Tickets on sale now at the venue box office and at DesMoinesPerformingArts.org. Joe Bonamassa, don't miss your chance to experience the guitar event of the year. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee. So you have nothing to lose. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. Trey Cotton here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines Big Sports Station, 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We roll till three today. It's always fun when we have a chance to talk some hoop with Rob Doster, NBC Sports. He joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Rob, good afternoon, man. What's going on, guys? How are we doing today? We're doing great, pal. Uh, have you recuperated from all of the buzzer beaters last night? Barely. <laughs> barely. I'm barely getting by this morning. Uh, let's start first with the Duke-Syracuse game. 
did you believe that Syracuse had that chance? Were they playing, in your mind, were they playing well enough to up in Duke? I thought they were. I thought they played pretty well last night. I actually thought that um, they were better last night than Duke was. I thought they deserved to get that win. Um, you know, and and the big thing about it, the thing that I, I, I've been trying to emphasize to Syracuse fans today that they really don't want to hear is that that win doesn't lock them into the tournament at all at this point. Okay. Um, it gets them in as long as they don't do anything dumb the rest of the way. But if they lose one or two of their last games, and they lose in the first round of the ACC tournament, I think you're looking at a situation where they can play themselves right off of the bubble again. So uh, they're in for now, but the problem is they have three sub-100 losses on their resume. They lost to UConn, they got blown out at BC, and they lost by 33 at home to a bad St. John's team. So that's uh, that's quite a black mark on their resume. So at this point, I don't think that Syracuse is safe, but yeah, that was that was a legitimately great basketball game last night. Mm-hmm. Duke had uh, seemingly righted the ship. They were playing some of their best basketball of the year, seven consecutive victories before last night. And I think uh, a lot of people, myself included, kind of put them up back up at the top as the favorite going into the NCAA tournament. Watching that game last night, what was the biggest concern? You know, Kennard, a guy that has hit some big shots for him this year. He did get the shot that was an awful one yeah, late good. in that game. Uh, what concerns jump out to you still with this Duke team, as much talent as they have? Well, I mean, the biggest issue is the point guard play, right? They don't have a point guard still. Right. Um, and just because Grayson Allen is playing the point, it doesn't mean that he is a point guard. Uh, so, you know, that's that's always going to be an issue for him. The other problem is that I, I think they're health. I don't think they're healthy. You know, I think that Grayson Allen is dealing with some kind of injury that has him hampered. He wasn't shooting the ball at well at all last night. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a... Uh, a couple wide-open threes from the top of the key that he normally buries that he missed badly. I don't think Emil Jefferson is completely healthy. So between point guard play and the fact that we're not seeing uh, the Grayson Allen or the Emil Jefferson that we should be seeing at this point, um, I think those are the two big concerns. I wonder when, you know, because I, I just I get a feeling that, like, Grayson Allen and Emil Jefferson need, like, a week off. But when are they going to get it? You know, Duke is right. still kind of playing for – ACC seeding, and they're playing for NCAA tournament seeding, and they can't just sit out the ACC tournament because you don't want to blow that off. So, you know, when do they get their rest? When do they get to recuperate? That's, uh, for me, that's the big thing with them moving forward. Uh, we're having a conversation with Rob Doster, NBC Sports uh, College Basketball. The other game, Butler and Villanova. D- does Butler just have Jay Wright's number or what? Yeah, that was weird, man. Like yeah. They- they they blew a seven point lead. Uh, you know they didn't shoot the ball all that well. They missed a whole bunch of free throws. You know I just I think that was just one of those games. You know and the weird thing is about Butler like they needed overtime to beat DePaul. You know they're not. I don't think that they're a great team. I think they're a little bit overrated. But they have some unbelievable wins on their resume at this point. So I I don't really know what to make of that Butler team. Um, and what I think I do, uh, my default in a situation like that is to kind of credit the coaching mm-hmm. uh, because I think if you look at a team and you don't love the pieces on it or how the pieces fit together and they still manage to put together like consistently get really good wins like this, I think that's what you have to do. You have to credit the coaching for that. Let me uh, just follow up then with what that coach has done. Um, his name escapes me. Chris uh, Holton. Oh, Chris Holton, thank you. Chris Holton. Yep, yep. Uh, is he gone? Does he take uh... – NC State or something like that that pops up? 
I don't know. You know, I, I think that his name is certainly going to be bandied about. But I don't know if he's – I think he's kind of like a Butler guy. I think that that is a good program for him. I don't know if he's a guy that you want to put at um, like a, a fan base with a crazy passionate – or a school with a crazy passionate fan base like NC State. Um, I mean, his agent is going to get a lot of calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just going to depend on whether or not he actually wants to take the job. And at this point, I don't know if he is going to. Um, speaking of NC State, I, I think that it's more likely that you see someone like maybe Will Wade or Kevin Keats or um, maybe even like LaBelle Moulton at, uh, at NC Central. I think it's more likely to see a guy at that level kind of end up getting the job. I don't know if that's what Chris Holtman will end up taking. you see Tom Crean taking that job at NC State? <sighs> that's a tough one to get a read on. I, everything that I've heard basically says Crean is not going to leave on his own volition. Okay. Right? His son is going to Indiana to play baseball. I believe his daughter also goes to Indiana. Like He's entrenched in that community. Um, so I don't think that he leaves on his own. Whether that means he gets fired, I don't know. Will they... You know, will they say, like, look, we're going to fire you, so you need to go find yourself a soft landing somewhere? I don't know. But I don't. I, I really doubt that he is just going to up and leave and take another job because he's trying to get out. Uh, so the way that plays out is going to be interesting. The other part of it is, like, if you remember when they fired their football coach, mm-hmm. like, nobody really knew about that until a couple of hours before it actually happened. Right. So they keep things really close to the vest there. Uh, so it's it, it will be interesting to see how that plays out. I would not be shocked if – Green, like if he does get fired, if he does get let go by Indiana, if he opts to do a year or two in TV, wait until his kids get you know get through uh, Indiana, get through the community, stays with them there, and then moves on to another job. I, I think that that is a realistic possibility as well, and I also think it's a real realistic possibility that he's coaching again at Indiana next year, like because Indiana fans, as mad as they are right now. They won an outright Big Ten title by two games last season, right? And they did it in a year where nobody thought that they were going to have any chance to even make the NCAA tournament as of December, right? And this year, they beat when they were healthy, they beat uh, Kansas, and they beat North Carolina, and then James Blackman gets hurt, OG and Anobi goes out the year, Jawan Morgan isn't healthy. So when you get that banged up throughout the season, I think it's really difficult to get rid of a guy who was just one year removed from winning an outright Big Ten title. Two-parter here. If Tom Crean does come back. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's got to write okay, it down. Right. All right, all right. <laughs> Tom Crean does come back. James Blackman has to be gone, right? I mean, that guy from every indication has been a malcontent. They, they were a better team without him last year when he was down with an injury. And second part, if they do look to move on, who is the Indiana head coach for next year? That's a million-dollar question, right? Um, I think the call that you have to make first and foremost is to Archie Miller. Uh, I know NC State's going to go after him hard. I know that he is very intrigued by the idea of working at a job like Ohio State. Um, I mean, he's in Ohio. He's got his connections there. And it's the same thing with, like, Shaka Smart. Remember, Shaka Smart said no to NC State. Shaka Smart said no to UCLA. And they ended up going to Texas because that's a job that's got all the money, it's got all the facilities, it's got all the ability to be a great program but you don't have the expectations. You don't have people freaking out because of a loss in November. They don't care about basketball at Ohio State until the BCS is done. And I think that would be a situation where Archie Miller uh, would be very happy there. Um, but I think that if you're Indiana and you do fire Tom Green, you have to do it after uh, – or you have to make sure that Archie Miller says no. But if I'm Indiana, mm-hmm. I don't think I get rid of Green 
unless I have somebody ready to go. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the, the context sense. get made everywhere, right? Like the way that this kind of works is like you get a booster, you get someone in the athletic department, and they reach out to an agent or they reach out to somebody that they know is tight with Tom Creed, and they say, look, this is the offer that we have. Or I'm sorry, someone that's tight with Archie Miller, and they say, look, this is what the offer that we have. This is what we can give you. Um, this is what we want to do. If you are interested, uh, let us, have him somehow let us know, and we can go from there. But I don't think you can get rid of Tom Crean unless you have a home run hire coming in behind you because you don't want to get in a situation where you have Archie Miller say no, and then Brad Stevens doesn't come because that's the guy that everybody in Indiana wants. So mm-hmm. um, the, the interesting name, how about this? Scott Drew. Did you see Scott Drew there? Scott Drew. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He's, in, he's, he's got Indiana roots. His, uh, right, his yeah. brother played at Valpo. Yeah. His dad coached at Valpo. Yeah, Homer. Um, yeah. And at this point, like it's it's not easy to be associated with the Baylor brand. And yeah. he's had a great year. Um, this is a situation where, like, if you were going to be able to get out, like, this is the year that you want to get out because mm-hmm. I don't his his quote unquote stock is never going to be higher than it is right now. So I, I agree with that. Um, yeah. Don't. I would not be surprised to see Scott Drew. I've heard his name connected with Illinois, too. I would not be surprised to see him uh, be a name that floats around quite a bit in the uh, in the coaching carousel. All right, then that, you, brought, you mentioned Illinois, and that was where I was going next with the loss uh, to Iowa the other night. Uh, th- he's doomed, right? No, they're winning. They beat Iowa. Illinois? Oh, you, what are you talking Last about? Last night, basketball. No, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I misspoke. Misp- I just, I just. Illinois did. just beat Iowa and Northwestern. They did. Yes, they did. Is he still on the hot seat because of those wins that he just got? Yes, I think so. I mean, his, the thing with him was, I mean, John Gross had to make the tournament, right? They haven't been to the tournament in however many years, and he, they're they're not going to make the tournament this year. Man, it's just. You know, unfortunately, it's one of those situations where I think that it's going to be better off if everybody just kind of parts ways. Illinois is kind of like NC State to me in that they have a fan base that wants to be good at basketball. And I don't want to say that their their fans have an overinflated sense of what their program should be because I don't think that's the right way to put it. But the, if they expect to be a team that's in and around the top 25, if they expect to be a team that's making tournaments basically every single year, that's not out of this world for what Illinois should be given – you know, where it is in the Big Ten, its proximity to Chicago and, and, and a couple of other cities. So I would not be shocked to see uh, John Gross on the move. And then if, if that happens, mm-hmm. you know, Illinois becomes a really interesting domino. Because, like I said, that's something where maybe Scott Drew could end up. Right. Uh, or, you know, how about Conzo Martin? Mm-hmm. You know, Missouri's oh. probably going to end up opening up, too. So yeah. Conzo Martin is a guy from East St. Louis. He's, he's got Midwest roots. He went to Purdue. He had a whole bunch of success in Missouri State. Um, that's how he he got his way to Tennessee. So, I, I mean, if I'm Illinois, I make Conzo Martin say no. And I don't. If also, if I'm Conzo Martin, that's a tough decision to make. Do you want to go to Missouri, where you be, you're going to be able to recruit St. Louis, and and um, it, it's a state that has been churning out like quite a bit of talent. I, like think about the guys that have come through uh, the state of Missouri that Missouri has whipped on. Yep. Brad Beal, Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. OGN Milby, Otto Porter. Um, Roosevelt Jones came from there. Uh, I'm, I'm missing names, too, but there's a ton of talent that comes out of that state that if you keep it home, like, you got a chance to be pretty good. And instead of being in the Big Ten, you'd be playing in the SEC where you basically just have to deal with Kentucky and Florida every other year. 
That's not too bad. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah. Another one uh, that we're seeing at Iowa this year, Tyler Cook. Yes. And it was down to Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, and Florida for him. And the home state school, it was such a mess. He said, ah, I'm getting out of here. I'm heading north <laughs> to Iowa City. Hey, we were talking about Butler, and it just popped into my head. Rob, help me out here. Whatever happened to Brandon Miller, who left with the leave of absence mm-hmm. uh, for the medical condition? Holtman then got the job on a full-time <laughs> basis. Do you have any idea? Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't have enough to be able to talk about it publicly, but it was basically it was a situation where he was not able to handle at the time being the coach. And I think that basically what he's done is uh, moved on to a different career, okay. taking care of his family. So I think that he okay. Okay. he's in a better place. There, there are some people that just aren't built to handle like that the stress that comes with being the Division One Big East college basketball because like, it's not an easy profession. Right. Um, and so I think that he is – he is he's in a place right now where he doesn't have to deal with that, and I think that that's better for him. So uh, it's a good uh, a good end to the story, I think. Okay, good deal. Uh, speaking of which, when you talk about the stress and everything else, Rick Pitino uh, went after a fan in the stands. The guy looked like he was like 40 years old. Uh, engaging in some shenanigans. Look, I get the student body section, and I get it. They want to run on the court and uh, and yell at you and everything. That's more than fine. But some Yahoo who's 40 uh, going after the coach with apparently some of the verbiage that was spewed. Uh, how are you on that, Rob? I, I mean, it depends on what was said, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, and here's the thing. like, I, I'm not going to say like the fan was – right in what he said. You know, I, I think that at some point, fans need to realize that, like, they're yelling at people. And if you yell some of the things that they, they yell at basketball games in the face of a person, uh, like, you would get punched in the face. Yep. And sometimes I think fans need to realize that, like, what you're saying deserves a punch in the face. That said, Rick Pitino shouldn't be the guy that's doing that punch. No one on the team should be able to, should be the one doing the, the, the punching like that. So it's, um, you know, there, there was an incident in Washington, too, where a player... It's actually pretty funny. A player named Malik Don, who was uh, injured at the time, had played nine games, um, walked past the uh, the student section at Colorado and told a bunch of fans, I'm going to slap the bleep out of you when I come back. Uh-huh. And he walked into the, the locker room at halftime and came back and walked up to the fans and pretended to put his hand out like he wanted a handshake and slapped him. He slapped <laughs> him so hard uh-huh. that he hit one guy and the guy's head hit the other guy, guy's head. So, you know what? Like at some point, you gotta realize that like the stuff that you're saying, like you deserve to get punched in the face. And sooner or later, like these people that you're yelling on that are gonna snap. But mm-hmm. uh, that said, I, I mean, Rick Pitino can't go go after a guy like that. Especially mm-hmm. the only thing he said, said according to ESPN's uh, Maria Taylor, what she said was all it was was Pitino you saw. And that's to me, there are a lot of things that you can say about Rick Pitino at this point in time yeah. that might deserve that kind of a reaction. I don't think that what he reportedly said is deserves that reaction. Didn't Patino go yeah. after some Kentucky people a year or two ago? Yeah, he did. Uh, I think he um, gave him a nice old uh, one-finger. That's yeah, what he it did. was. He the, uh, yeah, he told him they were number one. Unbelievable. Look, I'm used to it, pal. Uh, <laughs> I, I get that every day from Trent, so that's nothing Absolutely. new to me. It's constant. Yeah, <laughs> Trent can be a little bit of a troublemaker. Over yeah, there. It, it happens. <laughs> he is, it happens. He is. Speaking of troublemakers, we know you got Hines on the case all the time for Iowa State, yep. but uh, we'll let you go with this. The Cyclones continuing to figure things out. Finally got some semblance of an inside game with Solomon Young. 
What do you believe the upside still is of this Iowa State team? Well, I mean, we all know what their upside is. Their upside is they can literally be anybody on any, on any court in the country, right? Like, if you go into Frog Allen Fieldhouse and you beat Kansas, you can literally be anybody on any court in college basketball. The problem is, like, their very next game, they lost to Texas. Right. So it's one of those things where, like, when those threes are going down and when Deontay Burton is, is playing, like, good Deontay, like, that's a really, really dangerous basketball yeah. team. But, you know, as the saying goes, live by the three, die by the three. Uh, there's there's going to be times when those threes aren't going down. And my issue with them in the NCAA tournament is that I just don't see them being able to beat good competition four games in a row when you are uh, as good as they are, like when you have that big of a gap between your ceiling and your goal. So I think that they could, I mean, they're, they're dangerous enough where they can win a game of two, maybe three. Like I would not be shocked to see them in the Elite Eight if things kind of break their way. Wow. But, um, but I also would not be surprised to see them lose as like a seven seed in the first round. So okay. they're going to be one of those teams that no matter what, whatever I pick in the tournament in my bracket is going to be the wrong pick. And I can guarantee that right now. <laughs> Thank you, man. It's always good when we catch up with you. You have a great day, Rob. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Rob Duster, NBC Sports. He's fun. He absolutely is. It's good stuff talking to him. Uh, we'll take a quick break. By the way, at the top of the hour, we'll dive into the Big Ten with Ken Silverstein. We also have Kevin Lehman coming up on the program, so more hoop is on the way. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons? It's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. Do you need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Who wouldn't love a couple hundred extra dollars in their pocket every month? 
Refinancing your home might do just that. This is Dan Smith with Private Plus Mortgage. Home values continue to rise, and the added equity can present a unique opportunity to refinance and lower your monthly payments. Many folks are using that equity to get rid of their second mortgage, pay off their credit cards or car loans, and dropping their payments by hundreds every month. And in many cases, Private Plus is paying the closing costs. If you're ready to pay out less each month and keep more in your pocket, let us go to work and show you your options. Call Private Plus Mortgage today, 888-220-6200. Refi or purchase, 888-220-6200. Private Plus Mortgage. Private Plus Mortgage, a division of National Bank of Commerce, 3 Piedmont Center, Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. Actual terms may vary. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 514390. Call toll-free for credit costs and terms. Every day a new smart product launches. Here's what's really smart. Protecting what matters. Your home, your family. Menards makes it simple. Lifesaver, worry-free smoke and carbon monoxide alarms provide 10 years of nonstop power. No low battery chirps. And remote link monitor and camera guard your home while you're gone. Alerting you to safety and security risks on your phone. No cords, no hubs, no stress. Just smart, simple security. Available at Menards. Tile meets style. Right now at the Home Depot. We have a vast selection of mosaic tiles. They start at just $4.99 each and offer infinite possibilities for updating your kitchen or bathroom. But don't stop there. Colorful mosaic tile can make a huge impact inside and out, from the front hallway to the back porch, even as an alternative to a traditional area rug. Reimagine your space with decorative mosaic tile, starting at just $4.99 each at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Jimmy B's over here getting tricked by Twitter. Well, I wanted to make sure that I saw it correctly. You didn't. So Jimmy B had uh, Doug McDermott traded to Oklahoma City. Just saw, I saw it flash up there. That's why I went and researched it. Hasn't hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened. I'm I'm not wrong. I just said, hey, I just saw this. (laughs) No, you said David David Kaplan. That was his retweet. David Kaplan's retweet out of Chicago. Okay, wasn't me. So this, well, that's what you told me. No, well, I just, I was just explaining that that's what David Kaplan retweeted. He said, according to Doug McDermott's account. Traded to Oklahoma City. 
So the cat David, man is the, the cat one. man tweeted that out. Yes. He's the one that got tricked. He's the <laughs> And then it tricked you. Well, we'll see. Because I just went to McDermott's account and there was nothing there. Right. Maybe it was taken down, too. You could have been. You could have been. Could have been. Wait till it's official, Jimmy B. I will. I don't need I you will. getting tricked over there and hollering things. I'm not getting things. tricked. And I think it would be terrible for Doug McDermott to go to Oklahoma City. Why? Because. Get to play with Westbrook. Exactly. I think that'd be awesome. You do? Yes. Guy's going to feed you the ball. You Is get he? open, he's going to feed you the ball. Mm. He averages double assists a night. I understand They that, need Jim. another perimeter scorer. That notwithstanding. Okay. Do you think that Westbrook is a fun guy to play with? Because I don't. I don't know. I, I don't look at it. It doesn't look like an enjoyable experience. Really? No. Not at all. I don't. I, To me, I would see uh, an opportunity to play with a guy who, if you run to your spot, he's going to find you with a basketball. <laughs> is he? Yeah. He averages double-digit assists. I, I understand that. He throws you I the ball if that. you are open. You get it. Well, if he, need, if he, if he needs a couple more you, a couple more assists to get this triple-double, then he will. Oh, uh, I don't think... I, I think he's trying to win games. He's chasing numbers. He's chasing he's already, numbers as He's well. already got those numbers. They're he's, trying to win games. I don't know. I just... Personally, yeah, it's not a guy that looks like he would be the most. He's fun an to play intense with. dude. I understand that he is. He wants to win. He does. He shows up every night. He does. You can't. Yeah. You, oh, I'm not taking that you, away. Yep, you can't. That's, don't you can't don't misconstrue him. what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is, okay. he does not look like a very enjoyable player to play with. We've all played with those guys. Yeah, we've I, all yeah, played with those. That guys. is true. Yeah, and he to me seems See, like I, one I of those players. I haven't read that from him. Seems that way to me. I haven't read that from him watching him play. Yeah. Just a, Interesting. He not, just rubs you the wrong way. Yeah, I, I just, I know personally, I wouldn't like to play with that dude. Well, it's, a, it seems like it's about him first, mm-hmm. then everybody else. I don't get that feeling. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Ken Silverstein coming up next. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. Do you need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 
36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. Brought to you by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Be prepared for winter, spring, summer, and fall with Firestone FR710 all-season tires. Now 10% off at Firestone Complete Auto Care. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Moving furniture out of the way, free. Ripping out the old carpet, no charge. Hauling it away, on the house. Because the Home Depot has no hidden fees. Just free carpet installation on purchases of $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid on carpet price $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. Offer ends April 5th. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee. So you have nothing to lose. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. It's really hard. The searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click and my job was posted to 200 plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them. Thumbs up if I like them, thumbs down if I didn't. No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person. Here's the thing about new Cherry Vanilla Coke. Though Cherry's named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been Vanilla Cherry Coke. Or it could have been Coke Cherry Vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke Vanilla Cherry Coke or Cherry Vanilla Coke Coke. Mm, unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar, same great taste, zero sugar.